<clears throat> right, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off <clears throat> when you're ready. Ah, good day, good day. Oh, I don't know what to say. I've had one of those days today. I couldn't. Do you ever have days where you cannot be bothered to do anything? I've had a day where I can't be bothered to do anything. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. Um, I got to bed very late last night, and I got up fairly late this morning. I have got to go into the studios of Talk Radio a little later and do my show, but that's later on. I've got some shopping to do. I, I could do with cleaning the house, but I can't be bothered, so I'm not going to. Uh, and I need to water some plants, which I will do because they, they desperately need it. So when I finish this, um, that's what I'm going to go and do. But I'm having one of those days where I can't. Do you have days where you just, I just feel like doing nothing? That's like me every day. Yeah, I know, but it's not like me every day. And uh, I, I just, I'm in that sort of mood to do absolutely f*** all. So, but there we are. Um, so anyway, welcome to uh, our weekly podcast, our weekly get-together, our weekly pontification. We used that word last week and it seemed to go down remarkably well. Uh, so whether you're listening to us uh, on the uh, app, which uh, you won't be because we haven't got it yet, uh, whether you're listening to us uh, as uh, as you uh, tune into your favourite local radio station or whether you're just online, I mean, uh, nice to have you with us. And if you go to the website, jameswellradio.co.uk, there's about 250, I think, or not quite 250 hours of this sort of rubbish. I mean, absolutely rubbish, really, when I think about it. And because everything that comes out of my mouth goes into this microphone and then goes out to the, the universe, can never, ever, ever be got rid of. I didn't realize that. Every t everything I'm saying now is there for eternity. Is that right? No, I can delete the uh, website. Yeah, but you could delete the website... But it's still everywhere else. Uh, yeah, well, I can uh, put out some takedown notices across the internet to everybody that puts it out, I suppose. Yeah, but it, it could be out there. It's captured by you don't know who in other universes. Oh, that's true. I can't do anything about that. Not yet, anyway. No. So whatever you say, whichever gets into a computer or goes out onto the World Wide Web... You know, things that, that are out there about us and, and recordings of the show that are out there and everything everything you've ever done, or, or it's there forever. Yes, unfortunately it is. There's nothing I can do about it. Very sorry. That's like an immortality, isn't it? Oh, that's nice, though. Yeah, that's nice to think about. Yeah, okay. There forever. Floating. Every picture that people load up of themselves, a story they put on Facebook or any other social media platforms, which are there up in the cloud, wherever that may be. Usually in the sky. Yeah. They're there forever. Yes. Even after we've blown the planet up, they will still be somewhere. Mm, if you've blown the planet up, then there is a slim chance that would actually do the job. Not really, because if you know, there'll always be stuff out there, won't there? Even TV pictures, once they're transmitted and they go, you know, I always used to get fascinated about this that when you actually send a television picture from a transmitter to a receiver, yeah, or a radio, but television in, in a way, you've got the whole thing there pictures and everything else, you know, it doesn't go down a wire, no, it's out there. Yeah, but it scatters now, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but but who's to say other intelligences uh, from other times won't suddenly be able to pick it up? Yeah, but they'd have to gather all the scattered pieces to put it back together again. But where does it go? Um, everywhere, to the edges of the universe and back again. So all the TV and radio broadcasts ever that there have been yep. are still floating around in the ether. 
Yeah, but all jumbled up. Never mind about all jumbled up. That's just a question of something being able to unjungle, unjungle, <laughs> unjumble them in the in the same way that they, when they come through your house and the, and remember they go through you through walls. They go into your psyche. They go into your brain. They go everywhere. And then suddenly you get a receiver that puts them all back together. Now, the receivers can't be that difficult because they were invented years, years and years ago by John Yogi Baird. So those receivers are, could have been invented and could have been made by all kinds of, uh, of beings. Yeah, I'm not sure anyone's going to be putting together the James Well radio show from the other side of the universe, though. A lot of well, work. Listen, you don't know, and the point I'm making is more important than the James Well radio show. It's about everything and everybody. Every time you have sent something somewhere to the web, when every time you've sent something out there, every time you've made a little video on Periscope, or every time you've 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 whatever, Bluetooth something, I don't know. It's gone out there, wireless. Yeah. It's there. Is that why people use Snapchat? What? Well, when you send a message on Snapchat, I, I think it deletes itself after a few minutes. It's still there. Out there somewhere. Where? It didn't go down a wire, did it? Well, it went down some wires. Yeah, but it, to get from one wire to another, it's out there, isn't it? Well, yeah. Do you a... not understand what I'm saying? I mean, you're you're supposed to be tech savvy. Do you not understand that as you sit there, yeah, old episodes of Coronation Street are firing through your body faster than the speed of light? Wouldn't it be the same about what comes out of your mouth though, without using technology though? Sound waves will go on forever. Golly, I haven't thought about that. Oh, God. My God, I haven't thought about that. So everything now that we're saying, not necessarily here in the studio, but when you're walking down the street, every time you say something and a sound comes out of your mouth, it doesn't just disappear. No. Gosh, that's awe-inspiring, isn't it? Just imagine how much is out there. I'm amazed we can walk. We must be walking through a, a marsh full of sound. We are, as it happens, we are. Maybe, Golly, maybe not marsh. Gosh. Marsh is a bit thick, isn't it, really? A soup of sound. A super sound, yes. Mm. Supersonic sound. See, that's the sort of day I'm having today. I'm, I'm, focused, I'm thinking of all this ridiculous stuff is going into my head. I mean, I have no idea what's wrong with me. Well, that's wasted eight minutes. Is it? Yeah. All right. I'm looking out the window to a lilac tree that I chopped right back last year because it was sort of very old and very... And it's growing like mad at the moment. You mentioned the lilac tree on a previous show. Just nice oh, did I? All right. It's just out of the window, that's why. I've got a mountain ash here that's grown very tall and very leggy. A mountain ash? Uh, yeah, I like mountain ash. They're very nice. It was here when I bought the house, but... Um, it's it's uh, it's sending shoots up from the the base as well. I might cut it down and let it regenerate. A bit like Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. You see, that's interesting, isn't it? What's that? If I cut that tree down, yeah, that tree has stood there for a number of years. Mm -hmm. I can cut it down, but it will still be there, really. So you cut it down, it regenerates and comes back as an oak tree. No, it'll always be an ash tree. Oh, so it's nothing like Doctor Who, then? No, nothing like Doctor Who. Let's go, we, look, look, forget this, because this is just too deep for me. I mean, this whole idea that every time you open your mouth, that is saved for eternity. I'm now beginning to worry about some of the conversations I may have had privately walking down the street, or even talking to myself in the car, which I have a propensity to do. Sound wave doesn't travel very fast, so it would take somebody on the other side of the universe almost in an infinity amount of time to actually listen with his microphone pointed at planet Earth, what you're saying. Now, you see, you've made a, a very... It's an easy mistake to make, it's a, but it's a very common mistake that you have just made. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You say at the other side of the universe. Yeah. There is no such thing as the other side of the universe. There must be. 
Well, no, there isn't. The universe is infinite. The universe doesn't end. It doesn't go round in a ball. You don't go round and then come back to where you began. Let's prove that. You just carry on going forever and ever and ever. Yeah, but what's underneath it? What do you mean, what's underneath it? What's underneath the universe? Any way you wish to point, north, south, east, west, up, down, sideways, just keep going. There's got to be another side. There's not. Well, if I stood at the end of your garden, I'm at the other side of your garden. We're talking about the universe, not my garden. Yeah, but realistically, the land doesn't stop there, though, does it? But I'm still at the other side of your garden. Yeah, but that's the land. I suppose it's not the garden anymore, is it? No, this is a planet in the universe which is like a stone in a pond. All right. So if there's an alien at the far reaches of the universe with a microphone, it would take almost an infinity amount of time to listen to you right now. Well, we don't know, do we? Because we don't know how advanced some of these creatures are or whether the universe is as big as we think. What if the universe loops back round on itself? Well, it doesn't. Prove it. Well, I can't prove it. But if it, if it looped back round on itself, then we would probably have seen something that had been there before, wouldn't we? Because it would be going round. But it takes a long time for that to happen, though. This is a stupid conversation. Do You know, I'm, I don't have much time today. I haven't got time to go and redo this podcast. I mean, this is just ridiculous. We, why do you get talking about nonsense like this? Maybe that's what deja vu is. Who's she? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, now, anyway, welcome to... Did, did I mention that, uh, of course, at the shop, uh, a few copies of my book, uh, which I wrote 10 years ago, almost a celebrity, are out at the moment. And uh, and, and lots of, of very kind messages of people saying, it was nice to see you on The Right Stuff on Channel 5 the other day. We thought you died. <laughs> well, now you know I haven't. So there we are. And it was very nice to be on there. Um, I, I've never been on it before, believe it or not, but I really enjoyed it. It was very nice. I had a, a lot of fun. Now, um, should we get back to talking about a few... We've got a few serious things. The football. Um, I don't even need to know if I need to talk about football, but hey, listen. Even me, as uh, somebody who's not that bothered about football, uh, you have to admit, the first game, brilliant. Now, I'm recording this on a Thursday. We haven't played the second game yet, but... Uh, there are people saying, well, if we lost it, <coughs> we're still we're going through anyway. It doesn't really matter what we do in it. Uh, if we lose it, though, we might have less difficult opponents to take on and give us even more of a chance of winning. Um, I think it's a little premature to think about England winning the World Cup, to be quite honest. Uh, but there's always a chance. Never say never. Um, but I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll think like that. I hope if they're going to do any good at all, they're going to go out there and play better than they ever have. You know, the problem with the first game after the five goals, uh, you could see them relax a bit. That was the second game, was it? Yeah, they played Tunisia before that. Oh yeah, okay. But that I did. That I wasn't interested then. That was the first game that you saw. Well, I saw bits of it. I was on the radio. I I, I was watching it as working. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, but I, I, yeah, yeah. And then it got very exciting after the fourth goal and every, and then a fifth and, and people thought, we, are we dreaming? It was quite spectacular. Yeah. I didn't know you liked football. I don't like football. I hate football, but I don't mind watching the World Cup. It's an event, isn't it? Yeah. I thought Ash and I might do a, an alternative commentary to the game. Well, you know, because uh, that, that might be what people want. Because commentary, like politics, is dull and boring and done the same way, which is why it leads me on to my next topic of Donald Trump. Right. Um, who, of course, on this show uh, and my talk radio show, we are positive about Donald because everybody else seems to think it's perfectly acceptable to disregard the office of the President of the United States of America. Right. Uh, and, and, and be as rude as you can. Now, Donald Trump has, has done some amazing things for Americans. Yeah, there are some lefty farts over in this country who think it is acceptable to be rude and take the piss out of the American uh, president. I'm telling you, it's not. And there is one chap who has um, 
in fact, you won't hear this before I interview him, so it doesn't matter. There is one chap who has produced a inflatable baby uh, effigy of Donald Trump wearing uh, a nappy and a pin, and he wants to uh, he wants to display it when Donald Trump arrives. The height of rudeness and arrogance, and I've heard this bloke being interviewed. Now, I hopefully am interviewing him on the show tonight. I don't think he'll ever want to speak to me again afterwards uh, because he thinks he's really clever uh, and all the lovies in the media, the left-wing lovies of the media, have uh, been giving him a pat on the back and say, oh, yeah, it's really good. And he thinks he's, he thinks he's the dog's bollocks. So uh, when I talk to him this evening, I will just do – do, uh, there's a little tip, a little bit of media training for you. I will be very nice. I will, I will – lull him into a false sense of security and say, how did you get this uh, manufactured and where did you get it made? And, oh, gosh, uh, what a, how did you come up with the idea? And they'll do all of that. And then in the end I'll say, do you know, I think you are the biggest idiot. Because um, I can't call him a c- on the radio. I have to be careful about the sort of language I use. Uh, but that will be in the back of my mind. And, and so if you are one of those who, like me, when Donald Trump first started, I was I was one of those saying, this is appalling, this man is a, a crow, he can't be the president. I fell into the trap too. But then I realised that Donald Trump was not a politician, didn't want to be a politician. And I sympathise with the guy so much. He has realised that the political classes are a bunch of idiots who are more interested in themselves, their positions of authority that they've managed to get themselves into than actually doing the job. And the job is that of service. They are public servants. They seem to have forgotten the fact that they are public servants. Now, I know a lot of the press officers just worry about what I might say about their lovies that they look after in Parliament, so I better be fairly careful. They've made complaints before and probably will again. But the thing about the media, social media, is that there's nobody controlling me. There's nobody telling me what to say. Now, there is nobody telling me what to say in any other media, but, you know, there are slightly more constraints put on you. So I think Donald Trump is probably the best thing to happen to politics in my lifetime. The first thing. His second thing. First thing was Margaret Thatcher. Because at least she would say what she thought, not what she was told to say by her political advisers. There are so many people in politics now that are told what to think and what to say by people who were not elected and people who really don't have much experience of life. So when Donald Trump comes to this country, we should herald him as the saviour of democracy, a man who is actually going to make a difference. He's going to make us wake up and think about things. We might not agree with what he says. We might not agree with what he does. And if we don't, then we will be able to vote at the next election. But he was elected to be the president of the United States of America. And when he comes to this country, like if somebody you don't particularly like or agree with comes to your home because they've been invited by a friend or a member of the family, you treat them with respect, I hope. And you're not rude to them, I hope. Of course, if you are one of those ignorant, stupid pillocks, then there's nothing much that can be done. And if you are one of those stupid, ignorant pillocks that goes out and demonstrates against Donald Trump, then you will be treated with the contempt that you deserve. So my advice is to get out there, if you must, and wave your American flag and welcome St. Donald to our shores. You never know. He could make Britain great again. Take a catapult with you and take down the balloon. Yeah, well, I don't think we need to take down the balloon because I think public opinion will turn it against the uh, inflatable Donald Trump baby and the man who made it. I don't think you'll ever get to fly it. Yeah, I'm sure you're not allowed to fly a balloon like that anyway along the public streets of London. Well, no, you're not, but he thinks he's clever and he's been going on about it and being uh, he's more, he's more than happy to do interviews with everybody. But I've not heard anybody, anyone, everybody say, oh, you're so funny, and how'd you come up with that idea? Oh, it's amazing and lovely, and, and I will do the same and then turn on him.
I'll look forward to that. Yeah, let's just hope he doesn't hear this before uh, I talk to him. What time are you talking to him later? I don't know. Sometime between 7 and 10 tonight. I'll put the show out. Hopefully, I think it'll be on the earlier rather than later. I'll put it out. As soon as he gets off the air, I'll put this out. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, He might, of course, chicken out by tonight, but but, uh, he agreed yesterday to come on the programme tonight, so we'll see. Uh, Now, should we play some music? Um, I I think probably that's a good idea. This is uh, a very lovely track from Amy Steele, and it's called A Long Way Home. I'm not being rude, Amy. It's inoffensive. I'd like some more reggae on the program. Uh, we don't play, you know, if you send us a piece of music you would like us to play, uh, we'll play it. Um, and uh, that's it, really, as long as you give us permission to play it. This is not really a music show, but it's always, it's, it's one of those few platforms where somebody says, oh, I'd like, uh, you know, who knows? We may discover a talent of the future. And I jolly well hope that uh, Robbo has uh, has got all the forms in place that I sent you to sign them up if they're good. Oh, oh yes, definitely, yes, yes. We signed a few. Good, 
well, then there's uh, there's uh, no need for me to worry. Uh, shall we? Shall we do tech talk now? I seem to have talked a long time. You don't seem to have done anything. No difference there, then. Thank you very much. Yes, we could do tech talk. We don't have to. You didn't sound very happy about it. I mean, I thought it would be a good idea. Well, if I don't do tech talk, you'll have to talk for another 15 minutes. Yeah, hang on. Oh, that's better. <clears throat> Bit of hay fever. Right. Okay, uh, you know the uh, long-running dispute between Apple and Samsung about all their patents? Yeah. Apparently that's come to because an end. Because you've told me. That's uh, the only reason I know you've told me before. Uh, well, that's come to an end now. They're all happy with each other now. Oh, that's lovely. So uh, I'm pleased. Well, that's, that's fine. Uh, yeah. D- Disney has uh, won its uh, antitrust approval to acquire 21st Century Fox. Oh, okay. So, uh, in theory, doesn't that mean uh, Disney will own Sky TV? Possibly. Be interesting, wouldn't it? Mickey Mouse presenters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more Apple news. The uh, Apple MacBook Pro hits flagship uh, laptop. Uh, it's got a really shit keyboard, and um, people have been complain- <laughs> complaining about it for a few years now. Uh, they just break down. They just stop working randomly, and it costs a fortune to change the keyboard in the hundreds of pounds. A normal laptop, it'll cost you about 30 quid, but on yeah. an Apple Mac, it costs you about 400 pounds because you've got to take the entire laptop apart, remove the glued-in parts like the battery and stuff to get to the keyboard. It's, it's The keyboard's put in first and then everything else on top of it. It's a stupid way of doing it. The keyboard's not very nice anyway to use, but apparently Apple have now admitted it's all their fault and they're going to be replacing mm. all the keyboards for free. And if you've already paid to have one fitted, they're going to refund you. Golly. Well, that's good of them, isn't it? I still like Apple better than all the other stuff because I just know how to use it. You've got the keyboard before the new style keyboard. Have I? Oh, good. And uh, do I need to have a new one yet? No, no, no. The one you've got is working right now. It is working right now, isn't it? Because I wouldn't be able to hear you. Well, actually, we're doing this program via my my MacBook Pro. Well, there we are then, see? It's an old pro. It's an old pro. (laughs) Yeah, it's an old pro. It's probably about six, seven years old now. Yeah, it probably is, but it seems to be okay, doesn't it? Why should I worry? Exactly, don't worry. Can you be say... Be happy. Can you say... My don't mo- worry, be happy. <laughs> Who had a hit with that? Oh, I don't know. I, I know the rest of it. Which is what? Where it goes... <laughs> that bit. Don't worry, be happy. That's the one. Yeah. All right, okay. I don't know. We'll anyway, to, go on. We'll yeah, sorry, pay. I interrupted you. We'll have to pay PRS now. Why? Because you just sung that song. No, no, you won't. It's got to be over 30 seconds. And it's a bit of a parody anyway, so it'll be fine. Is it? Yeah. Mm. No, that's what we'll say okay. on the form. We'll yeah. What's this in here? What are you doing? <clears throat> Independent contractor agreement. Is that is that my paperwork? Oh, God, that's an old contract for a radio station. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, 2016. That must have expired years ago. Why have I still got that? No idea. No, no, no sorry. Am I, uh, oh, sorry. I, I thought you were doing tech talk. I was just... Well, I can't do tech talk whilst you're making a noise. Oh, I thought you faded me down. Sorry. Okay, carry on. Uh, can you say, my voice is my passport? My voice is my passport. Brilliant. Now I can get access to your uh, tax records. Why? Well, the HMRC have 5 million taxpayers' voice prints. Well, they don't have mine. They do now. You've gone quiet. All right. No, I'm just, I, re- I was reading almost a celebrity. It's a bloody good book, this, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah. They, they, so we a few weeks ago, we talked about that um, Family Tree website that's got... Uh, Millions of people's DNA, and now the HMRC have got uh, five million voice prints. Mm. All the data's stored somewhere. It's going to get hacked. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. So, apparently, we can get access to your uh, tax records by mm. just playing your uh, voice print now. Well, best of luck, because I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> I turned up at Stringfellows that Sunday night, a little disappointed to see that Peter had given all the dancing girls the night off. I don't think Maggie would have minded, to be honest. The waitresses were still dressed in their little tutu skirts, though not everything in the club had been changed to accommodate this particular set of visitors. I was happy to note. 
The club was packed, mostly with fairly stuffy people, as you would expect, but Peter managed to alleviate the stuffiness wherever he went. And true to his word, he took us to the table next to Margaret Thatcher, where we were duly seated. It was a really surreal evening. Melinda and I were sitting in Stringfellows next to the country's only female Prime Minister, while Peter flitted around being the perfect host as only he can. Wow. That was the night I met Pete, uh, Margaret Thatcher in Peter Stringfellow's club. It's a good book, that. Yeah, you should get it. It's only £5 now and available from jameswellradio.co.uk. When did I write that? 2007, 2008? Yeah, something like that. And actually, that, that was the hardback. I've got a few copies of the hardback left, but they so then they brought it out in paperback. So uh, a forward by Chris Moyles. Very nice. Yeah. Who uh, who uses a rude word in it as well? I've, I've told him about that. Five pound, including postage, packaging, signed. Mm. There we are. Uh, my last bit, but not for the hardback. No, I haven't put them on the website yet. All right, I'll do that when all the paperbacks sell out. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> shall I finish tech talk now? Hang on. This is what Chris Moyles said, two thousand and seven. Okay. He said James Whale was and is an excellent broadcaster. It's nice of him. Isn't it? His confident style and fantastic voice make him compelling to listen to. And by the way, for the record, I never made his f***ing tea. That's a lie. I'm sure he did. Because I can remember at the age of 14, his mum brought him into the studios where I was working in Leeds. Uh, and he sat in on one of my programmes. Maybe he got someone else to make the tea. Maybe he delegated... Actually, when I think about it, I don't think he knew how to make tea at that age. <laughs> Can we get on and do tech talk or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a company called Babylon. They make a chatbot. Uh, chatbot is a uh, sort of uh, artificial intelligence uh, bot. That... I thought it was somebody who spoke out of their ass. No. And uh, you just uh, type in a question and it gives you an answer back. Well, apparently it's uh, beating GPs at medical exams. So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, though, when you go to the GP, they just tell you to have a rest and take some paracetamol, mm. really. So most of the answers are just going to be that. Mm. Well, most of the time, that is all you need to do. It's uh, tragically the other times. So you're right, dog. You're lying on my foot. Okay. Uh, right. Um, films. Uh, Deadpool 2. I finally got around to seeing that. I've put that off for a while. Uh, finally got yeah. around to see it. Very funny. De go and see it. It's very good. I don't think it's as good as the first one, but it's still very funny and very good. Oh, right. I don't know if I've seen any of them. I must admit, I must get you to send me some more movies. I must have sent your Deadpool DVD down. If I haven't, I'll I think find you did actually. I must have watched it. I've got one of uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, that's that. I still have not watched The Showman. No, come on. You of must all the ones it. you sent me, that's the only one I haven't yet watched. That's a good film. I, I, I want. That Is back. it a good film? Yeah, you'll have to send me that back. I want to watch it again. It's all right. Well, I'll watch it before I send it back. Good. Okay. Uh, that's it. I finished now. Is that it? What do you mean, is that it? Okay. Well, you don't seem to have done very much. Seems to be me. Um, right, listen, I want to talk uh, about a couple of other things. Civil partnerships, first of all. What is the point? I don't understand it. I, I had a long discussion on my radio show about this the other night. Um, you know, a civil partnership, surely that's getting married in a registry office. Or maybe it's the word married. I mean, Mrs. W and I never had a, a – we got done in uh, – we, we drew up our contract and had it verified in a registry office. And if it hadn't been all those flowery bits, I'll honour and obey and all that bollocks, uh, which I presume is all taken out of a civil partnership, I think that would be much better. I actually think marriage, unless you're really airy-fairy or religious, I mean, what is the point of this marriage ceremony standing up? And so many of those marriages, particularly the ones people spend huge amounts of money on, they usually go down the pan fairly soon, don't they? Isn't a civil partnership just a glorified friends with benefits? Yeah, I was thinking of me and Ash and maybe me and you uh, having a civil partnership and uh, for tax benefits, but I don't think it works that way. Can you get married and have a civil partnerships without there being some sort of legal issue? Don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure. Because they're not the Ash same. Ash is thing. married. I'm not married now. Or am I married? You're married. You're the same as me. You got married in a registry office. Mm. So you're married. But I'm now what they call a widower. Oh, that's true. Which yeah. is a term I don't really like. Uh, yeah, not spinster. That's another word people don't like. Well, what's spinster? I'm not a spinster. No, you're, you're not a spinster. That's the female no. version, isn't it? 
Oh, is it? Well, what's the male version of a spinster? No, female. That's not a female version of a spinster. That's just a widow, isn't it? You're a widow. Yeah. So. No, 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 no. What is a male version of a spinster? Male version of a spinster. Shall I? There just, must be one. Shall I consult the Google? Yeah, ask the, uh, what's her name? Male version of spinster. Yeah. Male equivalent of a spinster. Uh, a bachelor. I'm just a bachelor boy, and that's the way I'll stay. Who sang that? Cliff Richard, and that's more PRS oh. we're going to have to pay. <laughs> anyway, civil partnership. Is marriage dead? Why would you spend? Apparently, the average uh, marriage costs about £30,000. You could get a deposit on a house for thirty grand. Why would you waste it? On a party for people you don't really like and usually a load of snotty, noisy kids. I think we got married for about less than half that. I hope you did, because our marriage um, cost, well, whatever the, whatever the license is and the, to, to go in a registry office, I think it was about 25 quid or something. I don't know. It's a long time ago. Uh, and my dad bought a bottle of champagne. We drank that back at the pub, and that was it. We went back to work. We had the big grand mansion house thing and the dinner and oh, live no. music from Bon Jovi oh, and loads of stuff. In less, yeah, we, mm. I, I suppose we, we're in Wales, so things are probably a lot cheaper up here. Actually, when I think about it, um, for Melinda's funeral, it wasn't a funeral, it wasn't a wake, but it was the sort of wedding reception we never had in a way. Yeah, you had quite a lot of uh, celebrities singing and, and stuff there. It's quite a good turnout. Don't belittle it like that. There just happen to be ordinary people I know who happen to live or work in the world of show business. <laughs> Rather than, you know. Um, and then there were a... Then that was it. And I didn't sell it to OK Magazine or anything like that before you ask. And it was down in my local pub and uh, and it was great. It was good. Good. In fact, people said to me it was the best funeral they'd ever been to. So it should be. Yeah, but it wasn't a funeral. It was just a celebration of her. Mm. Now, uh, moving on. Uh, so that's that's marriage. So don't do it. You can do it cheaper and uh, save the money and just have a little chat with uh, people you really like, have a dinner with the real friends. Uh, because a lot of marriage just showing off and uh, a, lot of, um, a lot of parents want their kids to have this wonderful, luckily mine didn't, well, they wouldn't have got it anyway because I would have refused. Um, and no, I won't be spending any money on my children or grandchildren's weddings either. Thank you very much indeed, and good night. Um, now, let's just, just one one more thing I want to say. Uh, we did the World Cup, didn't we? We've done the World Cup. We've established yeah. that uh, you don't good. know how many games the uh, England teams played. Yeah, well, I you know anyway, I, I, I'm I'm interested. And this whole business and the the flipping boring Crusader flag. This is that. This is another bee in my bonnet. Look. Uh, and everybody wants to fly the England flag. I don't, that's not, I pride in being English, absolutely, although I'm a half, half and half. Um, I thought you were going to say curry and rice then. What's that? Half and half. Oh, right, that's it. Um, that's, uh, that's Welsh. Yeah. Half and half. No, Welsh, the only nation that eat, um, eat, <laughs> eat rice and potatoes at the same time. Yeah. You know, most normal people would have one or the other. Only with a curry, though. But you overload on... No idea of vegetables in Wales at all. Um, but there we are, apart from leeks. Uh, so anyway, everybody wants to fly the flag, but it is such a boring, dull flag, a red cross on a white background. And if you think of the historical situation, it, 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 it's not something we want to think about, really. The Crusades were disgusting. I mean, it's a bit like ISIS, wasn't it? It was religious persecution and religious killings and just a whole bunch of religious nutters and nastiness. And we go, the Crusades, they weren't. It was horrible. It was these people going around killing people because they weren't of the right religion, very much like these ISIS people do now, as far as I can see. Um, what I would like to see, and if you are offended by that, then you know how to get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Send us your response and we will put it into the programme. We haven't done Wales Mail for a while because we haven't been concentrating, but back doing it now. So Wales Mail, get on. And uh, if you've got something to say, then uh, get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. We should open up our answer phone service again or make a new one. Yeah, I need to move to a different to service. Skype is useless. Well, I'll leave you to sort that out. Mm. Now, um, 
did I mention the book's on sale? And there's uh, all sorts of other stuff on sale in the uh, shop at jameswellradio.co.uk. If I didn't, there we are. And we've got a little video promoting the book, which is quite funny. Have you seen that? Um, if not, go and have a look at it. Mm-hmm. Have you put it on our YouTube channel? It's uh, Yes, it's on the YouTube have channel, we, yes. Have we got a YouTube channel? Of course we have. I don't look at it. Where is it? It just go to uh, YouTube and just type in James Well Radio Show, and there is all the clips that you've done on the talk radio recently, and all the old TV shows are there. Really? Yes. Because I think you know the clips I'm doing on the TV on the on the thing now with Ash. Yeah. I think we could turn that into a little soap opera if we got. I'd like to make it the new version of the Bill. So me and Ash are like um, Starskin Hutch. So Starskin Hutch are in the Bill. But that would be fun, wouldn't it? Yes, well, yeah, I mean, they're up there. They're, they're there. Go, go. Mm. Yeah. And we get extra All revenue right. from that as well, so that's quite good. Oh, well, go and do that. It helps us uh, keep doing this. So anyway, back to the flag. I want to see, and you know they're very proud on the English uh, shirt, the three lines oh, yeah. hang in that. the shield. Yeah, hang that. The three the lines in the shield. Now, listen, if you've got to have this bloody Crusader stuff at the back because somebody's, oh, it's history. Maybe we should have something to relate to Britain's involvement in in the slave trade as well, if that's what you want to do. No, I didn't think it was. Uh, I would like to see England's flag change from the the Crusader flag, which had nothing to do with England, really. St. George never came to this country. He was, uh, I think he was Armenian or Palestinian. I can't remember what, which is strange, isn't it? Um, It could have been Turkish. Anyway, it wasn't English. Well, I don't think there was such a thing as English anyway in those days. Anyway, um, three lions, the New England flag, three lions, and I think we should start a campaign to do it. I'm going to launch it on the radio show tonight. But it does represent the football team better than the St. George's Cross. And every, it represents England. Mm. And England, and, and the south of Eng, England, is in the south, what am I talking about, um, was, of course, uh, the, the Normans came, conquered a lot of this. And the Norman flag, because the Normans consider they're not French, uh, they were that, that from the Norse. You know that that's where the Vikings went in France and down the the uh, the River Took and along there into Normandy. Um, and they're two two lines on a red background, two golden lines on a red background, which is a nice flag for Normandy. But the English flag, I think, we should have the three blue lines on a white background. I agree totally. Yeah. So let's start this campaign. Let's put it online and start it now. Right, let's finish off. Better do the quick. I've, I've rambled on. I didn't have anything to talk about on today's show, so uh, I seem to have filled in an hour or so. You haven't talked about no CO2. It means no beer. Well, there is beer where I go. Well, it might be running out soon. Because there's no CO2. Yeah, there's, the, the CO2 plants have all been shut down for maintenance. All the food industry is in turmoil. Where have you been? Oh, it's not on my radar. Yeah, all the food, Coca-Cola, haven't got any carbon dioxide to put in their cans. John Smith's are withdrawing a couple of their beers because they haven't got enough carbon dioxide. Uh, abattoirs are being uh, given priority because obviously use them for the stun guns. There's a huge CO2 shortage because there's a World Cup on and everyone's drinking beer as well. It's just, it's in a mess. I've not heard about it. Sorry. Oh, you need to check it out. Yeah. You might run yeah. out of beer in your pub. In the, in the words of my favourite politician, eh, fake news. <laughs> to be honest, I have got cans of Coke in my fridge, so I'm okay. Do you know, every time we do this show, and it's beginning to piss me off, into, you talk about Coke. I hate the stuff. Can you not talk about it? It rots you from the inside out. Just stop drinking it. I don't, you know, I've, I've never known anybody addicted to sort of... Such horrible things as you are. Drink wine or beer or my new little passion at the moment. Yeah. You're supposed to say yes. Come on, a bit quicker I, I, if you could. I did, yeah. Yeah, a gin and tonic. Has that got bubbles in it? Well, the gin doesn't, but a little bit of tonic does. But um, I don't want to bother one way or the other. I could always have it with something else, I suppose. But gin, lots of new designer gins coming out. Some really nice ones. Yeah, that, that is the new thing, isn't it? Gin. Gin yeah, bars everywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, and 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 I've always liked a gin and tonic. To be honest with you, uh, always reminds me of my grandparents. But uh, yeah, gin gin is really really nice, and apparently it's not too too bad for you because it's the cleanest of all the spirits. I've never tried gin and tonic ever. Well, come out, hang out with me for a while, and see what we can do. Oh God. <laughs> I'm not sure it's a I'll good thing. I'll get you so pissed you won't know which way is forward. <laughs> By the way, drink responsibly. I'm glad you got that in. There we are. Yeah, yeah. Right, have we got time for questions or can I just go? Because I've got watering to do. Uh, Tony Ingram. Hello, Tony. I have spider's webs on my wing mirrors of my car. How fast would you have to go to get rid of it? You can't, and everybody does. And I clean them off every day, and I feel sorry for the spider, and I take the spider out of the web, put it on the bush next to the car, uh, and uh, but every day they're there. It's interesting. They must like the, uh, I don't know why, why, why do they do it on wing mirrors? Everybody's wing mirrors have got, got uh, spider's webs on, I imagine. Don't want, well, mine has, so I, I just leave it on there. Mm. Holds the car oh, together. You've never cleaned your car in about 20 years, but never mind. Uh, Colin Watkins. Hello, Colin. Should I sell my 50-inch TV and get a 4K 65-inch telly? Nah, I wouldn't bother. Save your money and do something more exciting with it. Uh, Anthony Ryan, I wonder if James Wilde would take over for the news presenter of the BBC TV Question Time programme. Well, if they asked, I would be delighted to do it, but I, I think I would probably be their last choice. But having said that, I'll ask my agent to uh, make inquiries. You never know. But I think I think you'll find they'll probably do somebody safe like, I don't know, Jeremy Vine or... Um... No, actually, to be honest with you, the way the BBC is at the moment, I bet you it'll be a woman. Yeah. It'll be the woman who does Newsnight. What's her name? Don't watch it. Or one of the women. I can't... No, uh, it'll, it'll be a woman. They're, the BBC are obsessed with giving women, whether the woman is, is capable or not, they will give priority to a woman. Now, I don't mind. The best person for the job should get the job. And the BBC should never have been in a situation where they used to be, like a lot of companies where it was run by men and they just assumed men were better at everything. I don't. I think women are a lot better than men at quite a lot of things. Um, but it has to be the person who is best for the job. And not just because you suddenly feel that you uh, you've got something to prove, uh, you'll uh, you'll you'll skew the whole thing. I was offered a job on the BBC. I won't tell you where it was, and then I was called up and said, uh, "James, you know we offer you, we, we we just we can't offer it definitely to you right at this minute because we've just been told that we have to make sure we have to go around and and re-interview a number of women just to make sure uh, that we haven't missed a really good female presenter for this job." There's one good bit of news, though, if you get a woman presenter on Question Time. What? Well, theoretically, our uh, TV licence fee will be reduced because they won't pay her as much. I would like to disassociate myself from the comments of the producer of this podcast a few moments ago. You know, I, I in my head, I don't, men and women are just equal. I mean, I don't understand this. How, how can anybody running a company actually pay a woman less for doing the same job. It's bizarre. I can't even believe it. Well, obviously, it did happen. But in the world of, of entertainment, if you can call it, or media or whatever, um, most of us would have an agent who would no negotiate the fee. And if you're not happy with the fee, you don't do the job. Um, or if the fee's not as... So I'd blame a lot of the agents. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the agent's fault. Hmm. Anyway... So, uh, last question. Uh, so, yeah, I do news now. I quite like to do that. Except the only problem is that the host doesn't have a... I, actually, I retract that. I don't really think I would want to do news now. I want to be on the panel. You mean question time? Not new. I mean question time. I want to be on the panel. Mm -hmm. But being the host just means you have to sit there and do nothing. Yeah, you can't have a say, can you? Not really. You can have a go at people, though. Mm. And I would. Uh, Debbie Atkinson Kitty Ginger. Debbie Atkinson, Kitty Ginger, what a lovely name. Uh, no question, but I hope you're doing okay. Thank you, I am, and that's lovely. Thank you very much. And you don't have to ask a question, you just have to contact. There we are. I think that's enough. I'm going. All right. Uh, thank you very much indeed to everybody on the uh, radio stations, uh, online, or wherever you happen to be listening to this. Uh, have a good day, whatever you're doing, and join us again for the next one. And uh, if there's anything, listen, here's a thought. If there is anything you would like us to pontificate about, then get in touch. Uh, the website uh, address or the email address, my email address, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. 
www.thepodcastmag.com. Just drop us a line. I think you could become the new Professor Hawking. I'm going now because uh, there was a response I nearly made. But that, that, listen, I, I, I'm humbled in your opinion. <laughs> All right, then. Bye-bye. Bye. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.